Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Well, we've been sharing and talking about all important subjects. This is very important. Others. And we know that apart from you, there are others. Amen. When we take you away, what is left is others. Hallelujah. So it's very important to know about others. It's very important to talk about others. It's very important to love others and to care for others. Amen. It's very important to make this world a better place because others are going to come after us. Hallelujah. When we are gone, some people will come. I pray that the rapture will happen in our time. But even if it doesn't, others will come after you. Uh, did I tell you the story of the man who went to the cemetery? A certain man went to a cemetery. And as he was there, he looked at the tombs, beautiful tombs, and he saw names. James Days, born 1835 to, then they are ready to God be the glory. I mean, he was mentioning the names and all that, but he got to one tomb. And what was written there, he did not like it. Should I tell you what was written there? Okay, I will tell you. They had written on the tomb, I was just like you. And beneath, there was no date. You will soon be like me. So the guy was not happy. He said, what, what kind of behavior is that? Hallelujah. He said, I was just like you and you will soon be like me. You see, and this is the reality of life. You may or may not prosper. You may or may not marry. You may or may not. So many things in this way. You may or may not. But when it comes to dying, living this world, it is no may or may not. Can I preach? So, so many things that you are preparing for. So many people are preparing to work. Have you heard of anybody who died was in school? He was preparing to work with a qualification, but he never had the time to use the master's or the diploma or the degree. Are you here? Have you heard about somebody who was preparing to get married and the marriage did not happen? Have you heard of somebody who bought babies, clothes and things, expecting a baby, baby came and she did not? So everything in this life is may or may not. But when it comes to whether you will leave this earth, it is not may or may not. So if there is anything you are going to prepare for, it is the one thing that is certain. In Timothy, he said, we came into this world with nothing. And it is certain. It is sure. It is certain that you can live with it means some people have tried to leave this earth with something some people have tried that is why when they come there look at it for we brought nothing into this world what did you bring you brought your best suit your birthday suit you were naked when you were giving birth to yeah for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain we can carry nothing out this is what many people don't understand 
this is what many people don't understand. They still think that they can take something out. But the Bible says, it is certain. Believe the word of God. Believe. Many people have tried. One queen of England, Queen Mary, when she got to know that she was about to die, it was so painful to her. Do you know what she said? It says, shame on death. It says, shame on you. It's like, (laughs) shame on you, death. How can you come for me? I'm not ready. See, she was a great person. People who serve him, worship him, and notice that very soon, she's about to check out. Say, shame on you. Shame on you, death. Yeah. And nobody wants to die. Because we don't prepare for death. And that is the one thing that we need to prepare for. When you read read Psalms, I think 90, verse number 12, 13 or 14. It talks about it. If you become wise. When you become wise, you rather number your days. When you become, yeah, I said, teach me. Teach me to number my days that I may apply my heart to wisdom. The reason why we are doing so many things is because you have not numbered your days. If you know that you have only one month to go, you notice that so many of the fights you are fighting, you will not fight it. If you knew that you have so many people over here, if you like, add 40 years to your age, plus or minus 10, you notice that you will be somewhere. You don't want to think about. If you like, you add 40 years to your age, plus or minus, if you argue with me, plus or minus 10, you notice that you will never, even if nothing happens, that you can easily not be around. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our heart to wisdom. It means anytime you think about death, you become wise. Anytime you think about the father, you can easily not be around next year. You begin to put things in place. Anytime. And don't, don't think that you are not the type of person who die. You are not the dying type. Yeah. I know you are not the dying type. You are like you are like some some uh, terminate somebody in film with more than ten lives. You when when you when you kick somebody, the person die. When they shoot you, ten you are still walking through the. It's a joke. There's nothing like that. When you blow somebody, the person that you have accident, then you come out of the distance, you just shake yourself and you are going. Hey! Hollywood is deceiving you. May God teach you wisdom. Teach us to number our days. Teach us to number our days. That we may apply our heart to wisdom. So it is wisdom to think about when you will die. Yeah, it is why. Because it is certain. It is certain. Even if you cry, even if you hold it, you, you can't. Even if you beg and say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And I always tell people when I'm, I'm talking to them, infantilize it. So, Pastor, I'm not ready. I said, don't joke with your life. Don't joke. Is only death that when it comes, even if you are holding somebody's gold, it will not give you the opportunity to give return the gold. It comes wherever and whenever, whether you are ready. Sometimes the death comes even when you are giving birth, it wouldn't allow you to finish. I have not seen anyone like that. Death, are you here? Yeah. And the Bible says it is appointed unto one, unto us once to die 
And after that, judgment. We cannot behave like chicken. Yeah. The chicken always think that the farmer is very kind. You see, it's because the chicken has a small head, so he can't think. You see, the more you eat, the more you eat the chicken. When the farmer brings the maize or the wheat or whatever, they begin to... Have you seen a chicken that is sad before? Yeah. But you see, the more you eat, the faster you become heavier and closer to your death. If only the chicken knew, they would refuse, they would be fasting, and they would never die early. Because when the farmer weighs you and you are not heavy, he will put you down. But when you eat and you are heavy, say, May we be wiser than chicken. I said, May we be wiser than chicken. I thank God my head is bigger than that of a chicken's head. May I know and may you know that there is a place we are going to. When I was younger, I was very much afraid of coughing. When I see coffee, I begin to suffer. I'm not in the coffee, but I begin. Ish, ish, ish. <laughs> How many? Even now, you are still afraid. Of, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you see, you don't need to be afraid. That is why there is a great hope for all of us who are in Christ. That is why there is a great hope. That is why we cannot be silent. Because the only people who have this hope in this life is those of us who have received Jesus. That is why we cannot, we cannot be quiet. But to go around to give people the hope of ever living again. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All the old things will pass away. Behold, all things become new. Paul said to be absent from this body is to be present with God. In Revelation chapter 14 verse number 18 it said, and I heard a voice and the voice said, write. This one, right? He was writing. John was writing. You see, when you are writing and somebody says write, it means highlight it. Do it in capital letters. Bolding. Do something. I tell you, I don't know. Do something. This one, you, you need to let the people know. Because all this what he was writing. From uh, Revelation chapter 1, he was writing. But he got to this. I said, he heard a voice. The voice to the write this one. Don't, 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 don't make it trivial. Write. And what did he say he should write? Among the things that he was writing, he said, this one, write. He said, blessed is he who died in the Lord. So even being in Christ, when you get born again, it, you see, death is certain, but it says that blessed is he. Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord from henceforth. Yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Bible says, your works will follow you. This is a past question. That's why the Lord told him that, highlight this. You see, when you are going, if you are the pace setter, you are the pioneers of a course that there are no, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you don't have any predecessor. They began with you. It, you don't know what is going to come in the exams. Because there has not been there's not been any one before. Yeah. You don't know what to expect. So you don't have any past questions. So you go. You have to learn very hard. But God has made us know that there are past questions. People have gone ahead of us. I'm sure many were disappointed. Many made it about so many things and they go so much disappointed. So here he tells us that, look, write this. This is a past question to those who are going to come. 
Blessed are those who die in the Lord. It means that when you are even about to die, make sure you die in the Lord. Don't change your confession. Yeah. Don't go for a sangoma to put uh, uh, bits on your waist. Or an amulet or a ring or something. No, die in the Lord. Confess Jesus as your savior. Blessed that they who die in the Lord. From henceforth, they will rest from their labor and their work. Do follow them. And it's not talking about your labor as, uh, what do you call it? Accountant. No, it's not talking about your work as a supervisor in, in shop rights. It's talking about, not your work as a manager in, in KFC. No, 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 no. That is not the work that follow you. That work they paid you. <laughs> that way they paid you. 1,500 rand. They've paid you. The work that follows you is what we are about to talk about. I'm talking about why. Look, look, look at this. I'm sure your judgment will be based on your treatment of others. Your judgment, how God is going to judge you, where you will be after death is going to be based on your treatment, how you treated others. Tell the person sitting, but you need to treat me well. (laughs) Find another person and tell the person, you better treat me well. Hallelujah. So the work of treating other well, the task of treating other well is a work. The the task of treating other people well till you die is the major work that Bible says that it will follow you. This is the work that will follow you. If you prayed for others, it will follow you. If you visited others, it will follow you. If you led others to Christ, it will follow. These are the things that follow. These are the things that will follow. Not the accounting work. In heaven, there are no accountants. In heaven, there are no, there are no doctors. Nobody gets sick. There's no pain. There's no sickness. There's not, there are no, I mean, God himself is there. There is no even escom. God shall be our light. So the engineering people, you have no work in heaven. There is no low shedding. There's nothing like that. Oh, it's going to be too fantastic. And in heaven, it's going to be like as it were in the, in, in the Garden of Eden. It's going to be too nice. May you be an important person when you cross over to the other side. Jesus spoke about it. The day before he died, when he took the bread and he broke it, he said, this is my blood. But when, when he took the wine, he said, this is the New Testament in my blood. He said, we shall not drink of this fruit of the vine again until we drink it anew in my father's kingdom. May you be in heaven. In the name of Jesus. Hey! Are you here? I pray that you will be in heaven. And not only that, but you will be an important person in heaven. In the name of Jesus. That is why you need to treat others well. That is why you need to care about others. That is why you need to bring others in. Can I tell you something? Jesus spoke a lot. But when he came to our judgment, he spoke and said that, look, because of what is going to happen, it is even, even better to lose your hand, to lose your feet, to lose your eye, and to be in the new kingdom, to be in heaven, than to have all these things and go to hell. I'm telling you, because he spoke about the certainty of death and the fact that from here there's something that is going to happen. Am I talking to anybody? In Mark chapter 9, 
Are you listening to this? Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Can we read from verse number? Okay. If you look at how he opened, he said, I said unto you, verily unto you, that there be some of them that stand here, we shall not taste of death. So they have seen the kingdom of God come with power. Mark chapter 9. I think verse number 11 or something. If it's not there, it's not my fault. Are you in Mark chapter 9? Is it verse 11? Hello. Are you there in Mark chapter 9? Okay. I'm looking for specific scripture for you. Okay. Let's go to verse number 44. Mark chapter 9. Okay. Let me start reading from verse number 40. Mark chapter 9, verse number 40. Oh, be seated. It's a church. (laughs) For he that is not against us is on our part. Amen. So there's only two sides. Either you are against God or you're on his part. You cannot be neutral. Verse number 41. For whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name because ye belong to Christ. Verily, I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. You see, there there are people that will even forget that you have ever given them water to drink. But right here, Jesus says that in the kingdom where we are going, a cup of water is even recognized. May your work never be in vain. Even a cup of water. If somebody gave you a cup of water because you are a son of God, because you are a minister, or because of Jesus, he says that he takes notice of it. He takes notice of whatever somebody is doing for you or to you because you are serving him. At another point, he said that those who receive you, receive me. It's going to get better. You see, this is one of the reasons that encourages me even to do more for God. Because men will forget about what you do. One day, there was this uh, friend of mine, an accountant, who got sick and was at a hospital. He was battling between life and death. And his boss and all the management never bothered what was happening to this person. After a week of being unconscious, coming on and off, after a week when he opened his eyes, they had brought him checks that he he needed to sign. At the hospital by his bedside. He goes so angry. He says, hey, these people, they are not even wishing me. Get well soon. All they are interested in it is my signature. And he said, when I get out from here, I will resign. These people don't like me. And I, I wonder why it took him so long to know that your employers don't like you. It's what they will get from you. That is why even before you start work, they let you do medical examinations. Whether you are the type. If you are coming to be sick, they say, no, we don't. Yeah, we don't have time for you. We need people who are very strong and have no sign of getting sick soon. When you are getting sick and they will just uh, get rid of you. But I know somebody. I said, I know somebody. That even a cup of water 
that you give, he recognizes it. And he said, you will in no wise lose your reward. May you work for such a person. Somebody who even can take notice of a, a cup of water. How much more the prayers you have prayed. How much more the fasting. How much more the visitation. How much more the souls. How much more the counseling. How much more the things you have been through. How much more you have constrained yourself. You could have sinned and behaved any way. But because of others. You have behaved properly. So that others can also serve God. Oh God has noticed your service. God has noticed everything you have done for others in his name. People are becoming Christians because of you. And God notices it. Somebody who notices even a cup of water. Oh, he has noticed your suffering. Some of you this morning, you have taken your money, you have bust people. People, people. And these people that you are busting, they have money that they will not use. They are behaving like they are wiser than you. Yeah. Sometimes they behave like they are wiser than you. And you did not allow that one to affect you. And say that you are hiding your money. I should use my best. No, it's okay. You are like a mother, a father. Yeah. You have taken the little money that is not enough. And you have paid for transportation for others to come. God will reward you in a way you will never forget. God will make sure that your children will do very well. Like David said. He said, I have been young. And now I am old. I have not seen the righteous forsaking. And and neither his seed begging for bread. Your children will never beg for bread. I say your children will never beg for bread. Yeah. God is not a man to lie. Neither a son of man to repent. Whatever he says, he may good. May God remember your good deeds. Whatever you have done in his name. You have walked, you have prayed through the night. You have visited, you have prayed, you have done so many things. May God remember you. And may God give you more than you have imagined. Oh, your seed will be catered for. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? And he says, if you give a cup, of water in my name. I will, I will never forget. And I will give you a reward for the cup of water. Hey, when you come to my, may you drink more than one cup, four cup, so that I can have more reward. Yeah. And some Christians, they are mindsets and wimple. When I have the opportunity, even Friday, had the opportunity, I met the person with you. After that, I said, I need some reward. Go and buy everyone muffins and coffee on my account. Yeah. So that I will have some reward. Some people, they want. That's what the Bible says. It is more blessing. It is more blessing to give than to receive. May you have a, 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 an ability to get blessed by giving. Are you here? Yeah, this guy that I spoke about, he became so angry. So how can you at my, my bedside? I'm in the hospital. You have not called me. You need my signature. Yeah, that is all you, you need. May you know this man who cares truly about you. Oh, there's a song I don't know how to sing. I would have taught you. How, how does it go? No one cares. Like Jesus, there's no friend. You don't know it. Sing the part that you know. Uh No one ever cares for you like Jesus. Yeah. There's no other friend so kind and so true. No one. Oh, how much he cares. Oh, how much he cares for you. No one ever cares for you like Jesus. That is what I'm trying to say. 
no one ever cares for you like Jesus. No one ever cares for you like Jesus. Can you believe? Can you believe there's somebody that even before you go to know him, he loved you enough to die for you? Hey! Before you go to know him, he loved you enough to die for you. Before you even go to know his name, who he is, where he's from, he loved you enough to pay for whatever you ever did. No one else cares for you like Jesus. There's no other friend so kind and so true. No one Oh, how much he cares for Oh, he cares for you. I said, he cares for you. I said, he cares for you. When I look at my own life, how this man has cared for me. Hey! When I could have been somewhere, I could have been some. I'm sure by now I should be dead. Yeah. Sleeping in your grave. But somebody cares so much for you. Something when I think about it that, hey, to save me the time he did. Not just the salvation, but even the time. See, sometimes you can be saved, but it's not in time. The salvation comes and you are just uh, exiting. But to save you in time for you even to be useful in this life. Hallelujah. Jesus cares for you. Are you there? Where are we? Verse number 41. For whosoever shall give you a cup of water to drink in my name because he belong to Christ verily I say unto you he shall not lose his reward. And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a milestone were hanged about his neck and he were cast into the sea. Don't try and offend me. You have seen what Jesus is saying about you. (laughs) Tell the person, don't offend me now. (laughs) Bible says that if you believe in Jesus, if you have a good Bible, you, know, you notice that this is red letter. It's not Judas or Thomas talking. It's Jesus himself. It is very dangerous for you, anyone to offend us, the Christians. <laughs> Verse number 43. And if thy hand offend thee. Are you here? Uh, you see, I'm coming to talk about the judgment, but I want you to see something. If thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands go into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched, where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter hot into life than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched 47 and if thine eye offend thee plug it out (laughs) it is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye it means that it is one, the two eyes. It is one that likes the pono. It's not all the two. <laughs> you need to, you need to find out which one, which one of, <laughs> hey! <laughs> then having two eyes to be cast into hellfire where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. For everyone that shall be sorted so for everyone shall be sorted with fire. 
and every sacrifice shall be sorted with salt. Do you understand? He said, everyone shall be sorted with fire. It's not simple. So, Jesus was talking about life after. They said that it is so important to enter into the kingdom of God that don't even allow your left hand or your right hand to lead you. I don't know. What do you use your hand for that is leading you? He said, <laughs> where is your leg going? What is your eye seeing or watching? He said, if it is going to prevent you from going into the kingdom of God or going into heaven, he advised, this is Jesus, he advised that you take it off because it is far better. Are you here? Yeah. And having said that, with that said, now let us move. You see, you may not understand why you should be there or how important it is for you to be there. Now that you know how important it is to be there, now we are going to talk about as you get there, what is going to be the basis of who you are there. Hello? Do you understand? You see, if you, it's just like going to school. You need to go to school or get to grade 10 before you choose the course you are going to do. If you've not been to grade 10, you can't choose what you are going to do. How many understand? It is now that you are there that you notice that, okay, you can do science. If you are not there, you cannot. So it is so important for you to be in the kingdom to the extent that Jesus says that don't even allow your eye, your leg, or your, your hand to prevent you from going there. Now, when you are there, what is important? Your treatment, your judgment is based on how you treated others. Your judgment will be as you are there. Now, the course you are going to choose depends on whether you are logic. You can work math or you won't read it. Do you understand? Yeah. The fact that you are in grade 10 doesn't mean you can do all the subjects. You cannot combine faces with history. History normally goes with math leads. And the faces normally go with maths. Yeah. Chemistry and biology. Are you getting it? Uh-huh. So if you cannot work math, don't add faces. If you have chosen history, then add the math leads. Then hey, one day I had to go to one of my uh, uh, children's school was doing grade uh, 12. Uh, how to ask the teacher to repeat him in grade 11. Because I noticed that he would never go to the university. Because he had, he had dropped math for math lit and was still doing faces. I said, look, look at what you're doing. You are wearing one trousers and the one is short. If you have dropped math, then you should have dropped faces too. And that thing doesn't work for you. Hmm? It's just that like somebody said that he has lost his voice. He cannot shout in, he cannot speak, but he's shouting in closer. If you've lost your voice, we don't need to hear your voice. Do you understand? Yeah, there are people who cannot speak loudly in English, but they can speak loud. Are you here? Please let me do quickly and can I preach? You ask it. Hello. Who are you? Where are you going? For? Sorry, I have lost my voice. Yes, then they will turn. The person who I just uh, sorry, sorry, I have lost my voice. I can't You lost your voice intentionally in a certain language. Tell let me preach. Matthew chapter 25. Please be seated, be seated before you spoil my message. I don't know why. I'm trying. I'm, it's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. <laughs> we are going. I'm going to have a dancing competition. Me and Reverend and I after that. <laughs> it's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. <laughs> I may dance during the preaching. Yeah, this is my dancing. Matthew chapter 25. Let's read from verse number 31. Are you here? I'm preaching myself happy, I tell you. Matthew chapter 25. Are you there? If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. You know, Jesus gave this parable right after he spoke about the talents. The one who had five talents and those who have two and the one who had one. 
And the one who had one did not use it. He buried it in the earth. And Jesus ended by saying that take the, uh, the, the, the talent from this unprofitable servant and, uh, he should be cast into an outer darkness. Are you, are you here? And he said that there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So he was actually talking about heaven and hell and he goes on to talk about how people, when you use your talent, is going to be beneficial. When you use your talent to benefit others. Then the next one that he continued is what we read over here. Verse number 31 of Matthew 25. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory. Remember that the story about the talent also. He traveled and he, he came. Do you understand? He gave them the talent. He went and he came. This one also, he says that when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goat on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundations of the world. For I was unhungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty. And ye gave me drink. I was a stranger. And ye took me in. Naked. And ye clothed me. I was sick. And ye visited me. I was in prison. And ye came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him. Saying. Lord. When saw we thee unhungered. And fed thee. Or tasty and gave thee drink. 38. When saw we thee a stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, in as much as you have done it unto one of the least of this my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Are you there? He said, as much as you have done it to the least of my brethren. He said, he will say to the sheep, those on the right, that enter into the kingdom, prepare for you by my father. You are blessed. Amen. Amen. And he's, the, the, the righteous people begin to ask that, why did we see you? When did we do this? He said, he said, as you have done for others, as you were in the prison, as you were at the hospital, as you visited, as you fed the hungry, as you clothed the naked, as you took care of the least ones, the people who don't matter, said, as much as you did it for this little one, what are you doing for others? What are you doing for others? I'm talking about the fact that your judgment will be based on your treatment of others. Are you clothing the naked? Are you visiting the sick? Are you going to the prison? What are you doing? Even some of us, we are shepherds, we are pastors. You care only about important people. You care only about people who are educated. You cannot do anything for anyone who cannot pay you back or who cannot reward you in a way. But Jesus said, our judgment in the kingdom is going to be based on what we have done for others. Our judgment is going to be based on what you did for the least, the people who couldn't even say thank you. There are people you do things for them. Not that they are ungrateful. 
but they won't say thank you. They, they don't even possess their ability. They don't even know that they are supposed to say thank you. And people get offended with that. Because, yeah, especially the people who always look for people to say sorry. They also get, yes, they also get offended when people don't say thank you. You see, when you do things for people, do it as unto the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord, and the Lord himself will reward you. Yeah, that is why even when you pray, say, enter into your closet. Don't let your left hand see what the right is doing. And whatever you are doing, ask unto the Lord, and the Lord himself will reward you. Do you think that the people who are bashing people with their money and helping doing by center work and different, do you think that you are doing it for me? I'm also doing something for God. We are all together. We are all together doing something for the Lord. I may even forget to say thank you, Shawanda. I may even forget to say thank you for being uh, uh, this or that I've seen. I may forget, but God will never forget. He that sees in secret, he that sees in secret will never forget and will reward you adequately. May the Lord remember you. Remember today. Remember today that your judgment is going to be based on how you have treated others. Others. Especially those who are, who are such that they cannot even help themselves. But we started our church in Kailicha. Others started in Century City. And they are still renting. You see, those that you care for that cannot even help you, God has a way of paying you himself. Those that you help, that they cannot have any way to show their appreciation, God will repay. Hallelujah. Yeah, do it as unto the Lord. That is why you must be interested in caring for others, getting others to be saved. We are going to have every member here, if you've been a member of this church more than three months, it's about time for you to start a, a basenta. Yeah. A basenta. At least 12 people should come to church because of you. At least some people pay some people's transportation and let them follow you to church. Do something. Hallelujah. Yeah. This place must be flooded with souls. Yeah. And we don't need any specific kind. A soul is a soul and is special to God. There may be a carpenter. There may be masons. They may be educated or uneducated. A soul is a soul and is precious to God. Take interest. There may be little children. Take interest in them. Do something. Let it become your burden. Oh, there are many who go. Look, I'm telling you. The people that you are ignoring, you are not helping. You don't know that you are doing something against yourself. Yeah. You don't know the blessing that it will bring to you. It will bring you such a blessing. May God touch your hearts. May God open your hearts to see the lost, to see the helpless, to see the people who truly, many people are hurting. Many people, if we don't go, they can commit suicide. I have people over here. They drank tablet. They committed suicide. But we arrived there in time. That is the only reason why they are here today. The good news, the gospel is only good when it gets there in time. When it doesn't get there in time, it is not good. What is good? What is a good food that cannot be eaten? What is a good news that a person is dead? No. And I have not been commissioned to bury people. I am commissioned to save people. Yeah. I am. Many people. Uh, my commission is not to bury people. My relevance is not about coming to conduct a powerful funeral. No. If you die and I'm coming, then I'm coming to raise you. May, may, may downtrodden people become something because you arrived. May you take interest in people who are helpless. 
there are many people on the road by the street in your house at the work who need care and who need help but you have pretended not to see them but for your information I'm telling you your judgment is based on your treatment to these people that you are behaving as though they don't exist there is no one who cannot organize 10 people there are 10 people who will follow you but you see it, it may not be 10 uh, professors. Maybe you want to bring professors. You To you, a professor is a proper soul. No. No. Next week is operation. Bring your soul. Yeah. Next week is operation. Bring your... Well, next week date is what? 23rd. 23rd. So that next one will be 30th. It's church age. Yeah, it's rather the church age. Yeah. Church age, we are having a gathering service. We are having a gathering service. Yeah, and the name of the gathering service is Operation Bring Your Soul. Everybody, you are bringing 12 souls at least. I'm telling you. Let people get to heaven. They may not even have shoes. and this You may have to help them. Pay for their transportation. Begin now. We are praying, Lord, give me 12 people, 20 people. Some of you may have to come with two buses. I'm telling you, we are doing operation sit by your soul. The one who brings the, uh, uh, the uh, greater number of souls is going to have a reward. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm trying to see how the judgment is going to be. They are rewarded according to how you treat others. Amen. Amen. I think I was uh, preaching in UWC yesterday and I was telling them that today the, the church doesn't talk about soul winning. Christians are being plotted and being encouraged to bring in money. The sheep are bringing forth money. That is a strange occurrence. That is happening in the church. The pastors want the members to bring money than to bring souls. If I am a shepherd and I am keeping a sheep, won't it be strange that the sheep gets pregnant and after whatever uh, period, it goes to the uh, labor and he give birth money. The sheep has given birth money. Cash. A bundle of cash. And the pastor is very happy. Yeah. Such a strange occurrence is what we are applauding in the church. But when the members bring money, we are very comfortable and happy. But you see a member has been in church for three years. No one has come out of her life. No one has come out of him. But you want the money. The sheep must bring forth sheep. When was the last time you led somebody to Christ? Who has come to the Lord because of you? Your judgment will be based on others. Others must go to heaven because of you. Others must be helped because of you. Others need care. It cannot be said any better. I said he's going to divide. He's going to divide the sheep from the goats. A goat looks just like a sheep. Just that they are stubborn. Yeah. See, you are here, you look like a Christian, but you are not. That is what the Bible says. On that day, God will separate the sheep to the right. And the goat will be on the left. And he will say to those on the right, Ye who are blessed of my father, and those on the left, ye who are cursed, may you never be cursed. Hey, I thought that if you are good, it's something that you can be proud of. No. May you, may you be a proper sheep. Jesus referred to himself. He said, I am the good shepherd. He kept the flock. He kept the sheep. And look at all the people that Jesus kept. He found Peter, he found John, and they also, out of them, came other sheep. But today, the sheep that we get, out of them will come money. We are more 
we are more grateful and thankful to people who bring us money than people who are saving uh, souls. Meanwhile, one soul worth more than the whole world. So how much money can one person bring? Bible says, if any man be in Christ, a new creature, all the old things will pass away. What shall a man give in exchange for his soul? If you gain the whole world and you lose your soul, you have traded at a loss. So, it's pastors who are not thinking, they are not educated, they are not intelligent. That's why I have $25,000. It's more important than one soul. But when one person gets saved, it's worth more than the whole world. Because the pastors themselves don't even believe in the words of Jesus. They are baffled and entertained by one million. They look at what they can do with one million on earth and allow many more souls to perish. Pray for us, the pastors. Our judgment will not be easy. Because of us, many people are going to hell. Because of us, many people are making money instead of doing something. Meanwhile, Jesus said, where we are going. Jesus, one of the things that Jesus said, he said, we should not hold money. Yeah. He said, he himself said it. He said, you cannot serve both God and mammon. Yeah. And he told us that we should put our treasure where? In heaven, where moth and thieves cannot enter. It's something that he said, if you have so much of it, you cannot even enter into the kingdom. So hardly will a rich person enter into the kingdom because they trust in their riches. And you spoke about the rich fool. The man who had a lot that said that, sell your things, give it to the poor and come and win souls. Bible said he did not come. Today, we the pastors are telling people how to invest in stock exchange, how to have a bond and have dividends from uh, this thing, how to... In- hey! We are now rather into investment. Something Jesus has spoken clearly about. God is going to bless you. God is going to increase you. Prosper- he delight in the prosperity of his people. But you cannot leave the saving of the soul. Yes, have the money, have but importantly save it. So because you can never give enough to compensate for even one soul. If you can save only one soul, that's why I'm giving two weeks. Some of us, I'm telling you, this is the time that you need to begin to pray. Every day, three hours that God, me, I've been in this world for all this year. I've been to church. There is no one who is going to heaven because of me. Take a book and write something somewhere. Make a, a, a covenant with God that give me 12 people. Write it. I, I need you to write it. Covenant with God. Oh God, give me 12 people. Begin to pray. Begin to pray from now up to the church yet. Not next Sunday. The one after. Hallelujah. We are going to do operations. Sit by your soul. Gathering service. Everybody, we need to see the people who are coming to church because of you. We cannot do things for ourselves always. We cannot just be interested in only ourselves. So, Pastor, can I bring the poor? Jesus said, the poor. Can I bring the sick? Bring them. Yeah. Yeah. Need to bring them in two weeks' time. That is operation set by your soul. Yeah, then the two weeks after it will be share a drink. Yeah, we will care for others. Yeah, we will share a drink in church after the service. It will be like a, 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 a fanfare. People who cannot afford juice 100% juice, they should even eat from your table. It be a blessing, yeah. We might practice. Say, if you give a cup of drink, a cold drink to somebody, so we are going to do share a drink Sunday, hey, so that you also have some benefits. Invite people, and as you invite them, tell them after seven, there's going to be a refreshment. If you like, you can add a biscuit to it. 
outside there, it will be nice. What do you think? Let's practice. Let's practice what Jesus is talking about. You are told you've not given anybody anything. All the things you've given to people are people who have done something for you. People who have benefited from their life. People who have helped you. You have not given anything to anybody that has not done anything for you. It's changing in the name of Jesus. Help somebody who cannot help you. Take care of somebody who cannot even say thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Take care of somebody who cannot even remember what you have done for the person. Are you here? Yeah. The good Samaritan, the person that you took care of, the person even did not know that he was taking care of because he was half dead. He did not know what was happening. He took him to the inn. All the things that he did for the guy, the guy even did not know who did those things. He left and gave money. Can you do something without the person knowing? Can you help somebody genuinely for your, from your heart? Some people, they, not that they want to give. They just want to be acknowledged. Yeah, the reason why they are giving is not because they want, they want to be acknowledged. They will call you in front of the people, hey, come. So that people will see them. Oh, let's learn of Jesus. So when you are giving with the right, don't let even the left know what the right is doing. Can you give in secret? Can you help in secret? Can you not go around telling everybody that they shared the girls where you gave it to her? You have done well, but why won't you want to have your reward? When you announce what you have done, Bible says you have gotten your reward. Now, that's the reward. You wanted people to clap for you, they clap for you. That's the reward. But if you have not done that, then God would have rewarded you. I pray. I pray. Hey, let me tell you, some people say that, look, serve God because of who he is and me. To tell you that one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I got born again, I was afraid of going to hell. I'm telling you. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, I, I did not come to the church because I love God and no. I actually, it's true. I actually did not want to go to hell. When I think about her, say, you know, this thing, it can be very dangerous. It can be very dangerous. Let me just... Yeah, that is the reason. I mean, loving him, he came after I came to the church. I did not love him. No, no, I came to just be sure that I'm not going to hell. That is the first reason. I thought about it. I said, no, 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 no. It would not be a good thing to go to hell. But it's after when I came that different things happened. But the actual reason is that I don't want to go to hell. So I can really identify with what Jesus was saying. That if your leg is going to prevent you from going to hell, uh, heaven, if your hand and this thing, it's like, by all means I must enter. That is what brought me. So after I came, or some of you, you got born again because you really love God. We thank God for your life, but I mean, I wish I was like you. I wasn't. Are you here? Yeah. That wasn't the thing. Me, I did not know. I just knew that when I get born again, I will not go to you. I say, yeah, that one. That, that is what I'm looking for. Yeah. That, that is, I just don't want to go to hell. But after I got born again, I noticed that there are other things. Oh, okay, he's loved you and all that. Then other things happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Your story can be like my own. It's not bad. Yeah. We do things for different reasons. Hmm? Do things for different reasons. So if somebody needs to come to church because he doesn't go, he doesn't want to go to hell, it's okay. After he's in church, he will learn other things. Do you understand? Yeah. If you want to help others so that you will have a, a throne, a crown in heaven, it's okay. 
but as you help others, you notice that oh, there's even other reasons why you should help others. Yeah. So you can even do it. Look, I also want to be an important person in heaven. Let me help other people. Yeah, but as you do, you see that other reasons will come. And other things will come. May the Lord bless you. Oh, I pray that you will be an important person in heaven. I pray that you will be, they will say of you, ye that are blessed of my father. I pray that when Jesus sits on his throne and is dividing the sheep from the goats, I predict you'll be part of the sheep. <laughs> I say, I predict you'll be part of the sheep. Amen. You'll be on his right. Amen. Whatever has the ability and power to take you from his right to the left, let it be cancelled. May selfishness be broken over your life. Amen. May you genuinely love him, Amen. serve him, Amen. And take care of others. May you visit the people that nobody is attending to. May you go to the prisons. May you go to the people who only you can can understand and talk to them. May God use you mightily. May many come into righteous. May people change. Oh, may people, prostitutes, unbelievers, drunk and may they change because they met you. May the Lord bless you. May his grace come over your life. May the mighty God use you mightily in affecting others. Helpless people, disabled, and people handicapped, and less fortunate people who cannot help themselves. May you be the eye to the blind. May you be the leg to the lame. And may you be the voice to the dumb that God will watch over this and reward you mightily. I predict and prophesy that you shall be great in the kingdom of God. Great shall be your reward. It will be well with you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.